A big thank you to our sponsor this month, Sovereign Silver. Silver has been used for over 2,400 years as an immune support. There are thousands of studies confirming its efficacy. Even NASA and burn centers across the country use it for its health benefits. Bioactive silver hydrosol from Sovereign Silver is a safe, tasteless, effective, and odorless liquid that has over 10,000 studies proving its health benefits, including benefits for our immune system because of its antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory properties. You can take it internally as a liquid for immune support or apply it topically as a gel for minor burns, cuts, and scrapes. I am Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky. We are back together again. Hey, Andrea, how are you? I am great, Lisa. So happy to be back with you. I liked your little jingle there in the beginning. Love your singing. I can't I can't control myself with the singing. I've been having a lot of fun. If you follow me at Lisa Davis MPH, I actually did a little uh, a parody to a Lisa Loeb song about my new podcast, Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. And Lisa Loeb retweeted it and commented. And that was pretty damn cool. That is cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. So I hope people will check it out. At any rate, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is sleep. Now, if you've listened to the show before, you know that I am very strict about two things in my home, healthy eating and sleep. Okay. If you want to jump on the couch, go for it. If you want to make a mess, go for it. If you want to, you know, whatever, but you got to eat well, (laughs) you've got to have a good sleep schedule. What's it like for you, Andrea, at your house with sleep? You know, I have to say once, um, we ended up in self-isolation. My sleep habits uh, were not so good. It, you know, in the beginning, I was going to bed a lot later than I normally do. Even my kids were, and I have teenagers at home, so their sleep schedule is completely off. I mean, my teens are staying up. Well, they were now. Now it's changing a little bit now, getting a little bit more of a uh, regular schedule. But my teens are up, were up all night and sleeping all day. And it was bad in the beginning. And my husband was sending me articles saying, let them be, let them do their thing. You know, it's obviously a very unprecedented times. And, you know, that word that we hear so often, let them do their thing. And that's where some, you know, some experts were saying to let the kids do their thing. But for me, I'd have to say in the beginning, yes, I, my sleep schedule was way off, but now I am much more diligent about it because what was happening is that I was going to bed later. I was more tired. And also my schedule the next day was off. I was sleeping in a little bit later than I normally do because I didn't, because I didn't have to bring my kids to school for 830 in the morning. Right. So everything was off. So now I am much more diligent about it. I'm really trying to get to bed no later than 11 o'clock. And, you know, it's not so easy. I have to tell you because everybody's home, because everything, the schedules are so off, it's not as hard, but you, I really have to be very specific about it and intentional about going to bed on at a regular time. You know, I think with COVID, of course, I'm going to, you know, be more lenient or, or at least, you know, not be so uptight, you know, like with my daughter, she goes to bed between nine and 10 I go to bed by nine and I tell her that because she'll want to still hang out with me and she'll say, you go to beer. Why do you go to bed so early? You go to bed earlier than me. It's like, because I'm tired. And because my pity blue, the sweet baby, he likes to wake me up every day at five 15 drives Mm. me nuts. Sometimes he just goes to run around in the yard. If you have dogs, (laughs) which is so annoying. Sometimes he really has to go and then it's fine. But otherwise you're like, seriously, I need my eight to nine hours. I just know myself. And I think that's a problem. I think a lot of us really aren't that connected to our bodies and how we're feeling and putting it all together, like how important sleep is. Sleep is so important. It actually is the number one thing because when we don't get enough sleep, 
we're exhausted the next day. We're not, we're not functioning optimally. We're eating more. There's research behind the fact that when you don't get enough sleep, you're actually reaching for more sugary foods or stimulants to keep you awake. So there are so many reasons why sleep is so important and why adhering to a sleep schedule is crucial. And I have to commend you, but I also know there's some experts out there who really believe we should be going to sleep when it gets dark out there and rising up in the morning when it gets light. So I do think it is an important thing to listen to our bodies and for you, if it works going to bed at nine and waking up at five, then I think that's terrific. For someone like myself, it's not as easy for me to go to bed at nine just because we have, you know, we have a lot going on. And I have to tell you, one of the things I am enjoying in summertime, it gets darker 930 at night here. I like to be outside. I like to be enjoying the weather. I'm going for walks every night. So I think what what we, the takeaway here is just doing what works for us, right? What works for you is amazing. What works for me is amazing. But at the end of the day, trying to get the optimal amount of sleep that our body that our body needs. I love summer nights. Here's the problem: I don't like mosquito repellent that's full of chemicals. <laughs> right. Here's the other problem: I've used every flipping natural repellent. I've tried everything. I've made stuff. The mosquitoes love me. Do you know they'll bite me even when I have DEET, even oh with God. DEET. So I don't know why. And it's horrible because now I just don't go out in the evenings because I don't want to get, you know, covered with mosquito bites. So, so we should do a show on that. Or if you know something. <laughs> okay. So let me tell you, if you looked, I just literally was taking pictures of my legs and my arm because I am covered in mosquito bites. So to your point, you are oh. correct. <laughs> so covered, <laughs> but I am not letting them deter me. So I was just talking to someone about it the other day and they were saying vitamin B1 really helps. So if you take high amounts of vitamin B1 that can help to fend off mosquitoes. And I just started a homeopathic remedy for mosquitoes as well. That seems to be working. So I'm not really? getting many. Yes. So it's a homeopathic remedy. I believe it's, I think it's by a company called Homeocan and it's called Black Fly, I believe. I can, I, I can double check that. We can put it in the description on our Buzzsprout page. But yes, it seems to be helping. So to your point, mosquitoes are pretty brutal at this time of the year. But again, I'm not letting it deter me because I want to be outside. <laughs> I know. But listen, I swell up. I look Ooh. like I put a lime underneath or a lemon underneath my skin with every bite. So this is a good article. This is from May uh, 2020. And it says scientific studies say this is the best time to sleep. Here we go. Uh, Harvard researchers, let's see, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Bum, 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 bum. That, and it says, it, it says right here, the optimal sleep schedule would be from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. because of our body's natural circadian rhythm and the fact that it mimics the sun's rising and falling. There you go. Uh, Matt Walker, Ph.D., head of the Sleep and Neuroimaging Lab at the University of California, Berkeley, agrees. When it comes to bedtime, there's a window of several hours, roughly between 8 p.m. and 12 a.m., 12 a.m., during which your body and brain have the opportunity to get all the non-REM and REM shut-eye they need to function optimally. So I'm always talking about my window because that's like my thing and my husband will make fun of me because I'll be like, hon, I, I, he's showing me something or my daughter wants to like show me this dance she just made up or she loves to make movies. So she'll show me this movie and I'm like, I'm gonna miss my window. Like at our house, at the Davis house around 845, you'll hear me yelling, I'm gonna miss my window. <laughs> and apparently your own unique perfect bedtime within that window depends on genetics. So that's interesting. Yeah, very yeah. And then this also says, so if you don't get sleepy until 11, don't force yourself to go to bed at nine. 
in the hopes you'll wake up feeling more refreshed. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So it says, most likely this will backfire and you'll toss and turn and wake up feeling groggier than if you had gone to bed when you naturally started feeling sleepy. This would be a great opportunity to segue into some things that we can do to help us fall asleep better. And I think that's the key, like you said, Lisa, is finding that window. But we, some of us do need some help to put us into that sleepy state. So some of the things that we could do in order to help us along would be to eat magnesium rich food. So magnesium is a mineral that, Lisa, I know you know this, is that 70 to 80% of us are deficient in magnesium. And it's important for hundreds of functions in our body. So the, the cool thing about magnesium is that it's called the calming mineral. It helps us to relax. So you could take magnesium before bed. You can even eat some magnesium rich foods like cashews or even have, have a banana about an hour before you want to go to bed. So that'll just help to relax you. Lisa, what are some of the things that you do to help you relax before bed? Well, I try not to look at my phone, but that's getting harder and harder because I think I have that phone addiction. That's you should do a well, show everybody on that, does. right? Oh my gosh, it's insane. I know. I tell myself I'm not going to have my phone in my room, which is a really good good advice for to sleep well. The problem is when Blue wakes me up, sometimes I think it's later, and so I'll look at my phone, and it's like, oh, it's five. He's not, you know, I don't want to get up yet. Otherwise, I would say keep your phone out of your room, do some deep breathing take a nice warm shower, hot shower, or a bath, do a guided meditation, and just maybe write some things down that were positive about the day, things you're grateful for, just something that puts you in a positive space. Mm, I like that puts you in a positive space. It's true because when you go to bed and you're in a positive space, I like saying gratitude before bed. I like to, as soon as I, my head hits the pillow, I like to say what I'm grateful for. And I like going to bed in a positive space. I think that's great. Do you ever have, when you're, when you're going to bed in that positive space, do you find that it affects your dreams and makes you have better dreams? I have weird dreams every night. I don't know why. And well, I actually, I think it's stress, but I have this recurring dream and it's so annoying because it feels so real that I've gone back to college and I, I tell them ahead of time that I'm just auditing these classes. So please, I, I didn't pay. I just, I'm just <laughs> curious to learn more. And then after a couple months, I mean, the dream's in depth. Like I meet people, I'm learning stuff. It's pretty cool. And then they give out the grades and I get all Fs. Cause they're like, you didn't do the work. I'm like, no, no, I told you I was auditing. I have this dream like at least once every two weeks. And it's really oh annoying because it's got, got to the point where I'm like, wait, the other dream I have is I've been in Hawaii a lot because I used to live in Hawaii and I really miss it. And the dream is great, but then it's weird things always happen. And I'm like, no, this something's not working out. Or I have this other dream that I moved back to California where I'm from, but it's totally wrong. Like everything feels wrong. And as badly as I want to go, it's just not right. And it, it's so weird. Like, I don't know what it is. I, I, I think it's just the fear and the nervousness about the future, to be honest, about what's going to happen with everything, because things are so up in the air. I think we need a dream interpreter on the show. <laughs> God, I don't know. I'm already messed up enough from everything. <laughs> I think we need to have someone who's going to explain what Lisa Davis's dreams are and why she's had. <laughs> now, what about you? Do you have any recurring dreams? I definitely do. I mean, I had similar dreams where I was back in university and I was failing courses or I didn't study for my exam. Although I haven't had any of those lately, but I used to get those a lot. And I find that if I do watch 
something before bed. I really try before bed not to watch anything that's too scary or that's going to leave an impression on me in a negative way, because I do find if I watch something that's, you know, right before I go to bed, then I will have dreams about it. So something a little bit more scary. So that's why I like that you're talking about staying positive before bed, because I really find it helps to, at least for me, it, it impacts my dreams and what I'm doing. One of the things that I've been doing lately to help me fall asleep is I just bought a pair of blue blockers. Do you have a pair of blue blocker glasses? No, I should though. Blue blockers are great because they help to block out the white and the blue light, which keeps us awake. And because I was staying up later, once we were in self-isolation and quarantine, I found that when I wasn't wearing blue blocking glasses is that I would sit in bed. I'd go to bed, let's say it was midnight or one in the morning and I'd lie in bed and I could not fall asleep. So someone had told me about blue blockers. So I bought them and let me tell you, they really do help because they block out that light that keeps us awake. So if you are watching TV after 8 PM, let's say, or you're on your screen, or like you said, Lisa, you were on your phone, try wearing blue blocking glasses that will help you block out that light so that you can fall asleep easier. Yeah, I got to get some of those for my daughter because she'll say in the morning, I wasn't going to go on my iPad last night, but there was a song. I couldn't remember the lyrics I wanted to look up or I wanted to do this thing real quick. And but then I didn't sleep as well. And I'm like, well, then stop looking at your iPad. <laughs> so <laughs> so you just Google blue blockers, blue blocking glasses. Yeah. And you can get there's many different pairs out there. So just look for a pair that you like and that you have has good ratings. And so it'll help you fall asleep. Something else that I like to do too, and although not too close to bed because then I'm up all night running to the bathroom, is drinking a chamomile tea, something that's going to help just to really relax me. Like you said, taking some type of magnesium drink before bed is great too. You can even, you know, there's a there are a bunch of teas out there. One of our partners, Bigelow, has something called a sleep tea that it's part of their benefits line that has chamomile, chamomile as well as lavender and passion flower. So the cool thing about lavender, and again, you can drink it as a tea or even lavender. If you have lavender essential oil, you can put some on your hand, breathe it in, put some into a bath if you want to. Lavender has mild sedative properties. So it helps to relax us and it helps to calm us. And studies show that passion flower actually helps to improve the quality of our sleep and can help with insomnia. So if you want to take passion flower, you can take it in form of a supplement, or if you want to drink it as a tea as well. So, you know, a couple of tips that you can do, especially when it comes to drinking something before bed that can actually help. Yeah, that really does. I remember giving uh, valerian to my daughter when she was little, and that's something that also can help. Yeah. It's not, one thing that I, that I did some research and found that something called lettuce tea. So this is really funny and I, I'm, I'm laughing just by your reaction. I'm guessing you never heard of it. So you take no. romaine lettuce and you put, you steep it for about 15 minutes in hot water, not burning hot, but just hot water. And then you drink it with a little bit of honey. And the reason why is you want to do this is romaine lettuce has something called, it's a compound called lacticarium and lacticarium has mild sedative properties. So it helps to relax us, but it also has magnesium. Again, it's always going back to that magnesium. So you can really take something like that before bed, drink your lettuce tea. It is soggy, it's soggy tea, but uh, soggy lettuce tea, but you can take the lettuce out before you drink it. And it just helps to kind of just relax you. Same thing with turmeric, by the way. If you drink turmeric before bed, yeah, turmeric lowers anxiety levels and protects against sleep deprivation. So you can make yourself a cup of golden milk. At Naturally Savvy, we have a great recipe of golden milk. You can just Google it on our website, naturallysavvy.com, and or you can just Google golden milk recipe and have, again, about an hour before bed, just help to relax you. 
Oh, that sounds incredible. Oh, I wish I knew about that lettuce <laughs> earlier. That's well, we really need to make too, right? Just take some yeah. and steep it for 15 minutes. Done. Well, I think this is some really great advice. And uh, I'd love to hear from you if you've had weird, repetitive dreams about failing. <laughs> like, what does that mean, Andrea? What the hell? Oh, my goodness. But this was super fun. I've missed Andrea. She has been doing some pretty awesome stuff, which you've heard the interviews here. But if you want to actually see them, Andrea, tell us about Morphus. So exciting. So Morphus is a community of women and we do speak to men too. We just did a video on male menopause. If you go to youtube.com front slash naturally savvy, we have a whole bunch of videos there that we did for women in menopause. We even have one for men. So yes, men go through menopause too. We interviewed Bryce Wild and we talked about male menopause or andropause. So please go to our YouTube channel and Morphus is a community where we come together as women and we educate ourselves and we talk about menopause. We're banishing the stigma about menopause and we have some really cool things in the work. So right now you can find everything on YouTube, but we will have a website very shortly as well as a whole line of products. And we're, I, I'm so excited for it. So Morphous, here we come. All right. And I mentioned in the beginning, I have a new podcast, Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. We've got to dismantle systemic racism. We've got to become allies. We've got to work together. We want a happy, mm, yes. healthier planet. So let's do this. So much let's good stuff it. that we can do together. I love it, Lisa. And I love that you're doing that, that podcast with Sunny. I cannot wait to listen. Oh, it's awesome. Well, this has been fun. And I hope everybody can get better sleep because it will make a big difference. It'll help with the anxiety of what's going on and you'll just feel better and you'll feel more energetic. I know it makes a big difference for me. And we just here on Naturally Savvy want to be able to provide you with tips and, and advice and things that you can put in your life right away and make it better. And please tell your friends about our podcast and subscribe if you haven't already and please share it. And if you can, please write a testimonial for us because that helps to show other people and tell other people how awesome our podcast is. We appreciate all of you. A big thank you to our partner this month, our sponsor, Sovereign Silver, which is a silver. And silver has been used for over 2,400 years as an immune support. There are thousands of studies confirming its efficacy. Even NASA and burn centers across the country use it for health benefits. Bioactive silver hydrosol from Sovereign Silver is a safe, tasteless, effective, and odorless liquid that has over 10,000 studies proving its health benefits, including the benefits for our immune system because of its anti, let me read that whole thing again, sorry. A big thank you to our sponsor this month, Sovereign Silver. Silver has been used for over 2,400 years as an immune support. There are thousands of studies confirming its efficacy. Even NASA and burn centers across the country use it for its health benefits. Bioactive silver hydrosol from Sovereign Silver is a safe, tasteless, effective, and odorless liquid that has over 10,000 studies proving its health benefits, including benefits for our immune system because of its antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory properties. You can take it internally as a liquid for immune support or apply it topically as a gel for minor burns, cuts, and scrapes. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. And I've been using silver for so many years. Yeah, you had a story I remember you telling me about using silver. It was for your throat or something. You had something going on. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, if I... you have uh, any type of cough or sore throat. But my, I also used it when my daughter had an ear infection and when she scratched her cornea. We used it to help with her eye, yeah. 
This is great. Well, thank you, everyone. And be sure to find us on social media at Andrea Donsky, at Naturally Savvy, at Lisa Davis MPH. Thanks so much. Have a great day.